Merritt Street, we're building a new morning show where our guiding principle is to always value your time. We'd love for you to join us. Be part of our community. Each morning will be packed full of news, information, advice, and a lot of fun. And we promise we'll never waste your time. I'm Dominique Soxa. I'm Fanchon Stinger. Join us for Morning on Merritt Street. 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Essential Television. Welcome back, Secret Squad. I'm Robin McGraw, and this is a fun new episode of I've Got a Secret. I'm here with the absolutely precious and fabulous Tinks. You all know her as a digital creator, advice expert, and podcast host. Tinks has developed a devoted fan base through her satirical content, hot takes, and the way she connects with her community directly, offering honest advice. Vogue called her TikTok's big sister, and it's easy to see why she's so popular. She's here to talk about how we can build friendships and foster communities without being in the same room. I certainly feel the connection to you all in the Secret Squad, and I think this is a great topic for anyone who's feeling like they need some more connection in their lives. This is the secret to finding your squad. Teeks, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm oh so my excited gosh. to be here and talk with you. I'm thrilled to have you here. How many times a day do you hear that you are just absolutely hilarious? Oh my gosh. You know what? It means something to me every time someone pays me a compliment. So I'll take it. If it's one time or 10 times, I'll take it. Oh it's always nice gosh. to hear. <laughs> I'm like addicted to you on Instagram, TikTok, on everything. I can't get enough of you. Thank you. That's so kind. So it's a real honor to have you here. We're not virtual uh, secret squad. We are here together in our podcast studio. So I'm just really excited. Can you tell everyone mm -hmm. how you got the name Tinks. Yes. So when I was younger, I was actually not that confident, which people always find hard to believe because I'm pretty confident now. When I was a kid, I was pretty shy. And I watched this movie when I was like 10 or 11. It's called All I Want to Do. And in the movie, there was this really confident girl character called Tinka Parker. And she was so cool. She was just, you know, all the boys wanted her and she just had a lot of friends. And so I came back that from that summer break and I told all my girlfriends that at school, I said, I have an alter ego now. And her name is Tinka Parker. And when I'm her, I'm really confident. And they were like, okay, whatever, you know, whatever. And slowly it sort of became this bit. And I started being Tinka Parker more and more. And it just kind of stuck. And so through this little alter ego moment, I became more confident and I got my nickname because it's shortened to Tink somehow. So people have called me that for, yeah, I guess almost 20 years, which is pretty crazy. I and it, it suits me. And now every everybody calls me Tinks, apart from my lawyer and my mom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that right there is a great bit of advice for a lot of people out there yeah. listening yeah. to have that little alter ego or well, that. Yeah. And I think fake it till you make it is such yeah. an important mantra that I've used in many different eras of my life. But, you know, sometimes people don't know how to begin to be confident and it truly is pretending to be confident. Yes. Like I'll give you another example. When I, I grew up in England and I decided I really want to go to college in America. So when I got to America, when I was 19 to go to Stanford, I thought to myself, nobody here knows who I am. Yeah. They don't know how confident I am or how not confident I am. If I just act self-assured and confident, no one will be the wiser. That's and true. that's exactly what I did. And so 
you sometimes it's just about faking it till you make it. Uh-huh. It really is an important muscle to learn, especially when it comes to confidence. I love that. That is so true. So you only recently started building an online following, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's during right. The pandemic? During the pandemic. <gasps> mm-hmm. It was my pandemic hobby turned into a career. I just, I find that so fascinating. And can you give the listeners an idea of how difficult it is to stand out on TikTok and Instagram? Because you certainly have the secret. You know, I think it's about creating the content that you want to see. And I I really, really always go back to that when I'm stuck or when I'm giving advice to new creators. I think if you try to over-engineer it and think, oh, how can I be special? How can I be different? It might come across as inauthentic. So Uh I always just tell people, make the content you want to see, even if it's niche, you know, even if it's crazy niche, like on TikTok, there's a whole corner of it where it's like oatmeal TikTok. Now, if you were to say, five years ago to someone, there's going to be a whole corner of the internet that's obsessed with making oatmeal. That's all they do all day. Someone would say, that's crazy. No one's going to watch that. But because those people on TikTok care about it, it gives it meaning. So I think it it can be difficult to make yourself stand out. Of course, social media is very saturated, but if you create truly the content that you're passionate about, that you want to see, no matter how niche it is, I think that you'll stand out. Wow. I think you're so right because I love knowing now that you've actually been creating your content since you were 12 or 13 years old. Yes, it's all different iterations. And and again, I always tell my my community that too, is you might not know what you're doing. You know, you might not know what it means, but if you're curious about something, you're, you know, maybe you're being theatrical and make, maybe you're making little videos on your phone, whatever it is, yeah. it's all leading to something. You mm-hmm. just always don't know it in the moment. So for me, I was always super theatrical, super into theater, super inter- into entertaining, but I never thought that I would be, you know, a content creator or have a podcast or whatever, but it was all leading to something. Yeah. So yeah. it's always, oh. always learning. I love it. What tools did you take from your Stanford and Parsons journalism degrees to building your social media pages? And before you answer that, I don't want to just gloss over that I just said Stanford and Parsons journalism degrees. How impressive. Thank you. That's very kind. I, you know, I think the thing about English and, you know, reading and writing is that it's storytelling. And so exactly to my point before, I honestly had no idea what I wanted to do when I was at Stanford. I knew I loved to read and I knew I loved to write. So I was like, okay, let me do what I'm passionate about. And that will serve me down the line, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and it turns out that all that storytelling, that muscle came in great handy now because now that's what I do just in different formats. So I think, again, it's so important to follow your curiosity, even if you don't know what it means, even if it's not a means to an end, you know, not all of us are born knowing, oh, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. Sometimes you just have to follow your curiosity and, and that will lead you to the right path. So when you are at the U.S. Open mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're sitting there, mm-hmm. And wasn't it Diplo next to you? It was Diplo, yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. When you said, oh, my gosh. Now, I don't even want to quote you because I won't get it right. I won't say it right. So tell the listeners, in case they missed it, your one line about sitting next to Diplo. It was hilarious. I think I said, huh? when the U.S. Open uh, sits you next to your ex or something as a joke. It yeah. It was a joke. And then he made a funny face. Yeah. He made a funny face. So w- that was just like on the fly, a yeah. little, like we've had, we're, we're friends now, but we, you know, we went on a date or two back oh. in the, back in the day. And, and, um, 
and our online communities have been very much part of that. So we just oh. made a, you know, funny. How did I not know that? Yeah, so just a little funny storytelling on the fly. That was so cute <laughs> because my next question was going to be, did you just come up with that right then? I Tell did. Tell him because ask him to play along. But it was actually true. Well, we've had a little, we've had an online flirtation for a while now. And so the U.S. Open actually did that as a joke. So I didn't know he was going to be there. So they, you know, Grey Goose, who was hosting us, I got there and I saw in the seats, it was like, Tanks Diplo next to no. each other. I said, "Your marketing team is really good." No, I, loved it. I loved it. It was so it, funny. I love it even more now. It's so funny. That was just hilarious. So it sounds like you have had some experience with fostering female communities, mm-hmm. going from an all-girls school in high school to a sorority in college. Yes. Would you say that's true? I, I'm obsessed with female friendships. I am just so. I think that, you know, I always say if there's a room full of women and there's someone in there who has a problem, someone else in there has the answer. It's just about sharing the information. And I genuinely, not to get too woo-woo, I do believe that's what I was put on earth to do oh, is to it. empower women, make them feel good about each about themselves and each other, and just have those conversations. And I, I really feel lucky that I got to go to an all-girls school. I know it's not for everybody, but for me, it was incredibly formative experience. And I just really learned, wow women have your back. You know, I, I've always really, really believed in having a close group of girlfriends. And then when I got to college, I did the same thing. We joined a sorority. Again, I know it's not for everybody, but for me, I, I really, really value those those female communities. And now, I mean, my friends always joke that now I'm the president of a really big sorority yes, because yes. I'm just my, my online community. But um, yeah, I'm, I, I love, I love women. I love the, their strength and their, uh, curiosity and how they evolve. I just think women have so many different chapters I do too. and for so long we've discredited them after a certain age or after they have children. And I think that that's changing. And I'm so proud to be a part of that change because women just keep getting better and better. And I think for a long time we've thought, oh, you know, men, you know, they, they get, keep getting better and better, you know, whatever. No, the truth is, it's, it's because opposite. of us women. It's because of us women, right? And 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 I just want, I never want women to be afraid of getting older. I never want women to be afraid of change. I want them to embrace their lives as much as men are able to embrace their lives. So, very long-winded way of saying I love women. I love it. I love that too. And you know, I, I completely agree. And I grew up with a twin brother. I have a close relationship with my father. Mm-hmm. I gave birth to two boys. Mm-hmm. I have two grandsons, but thankfully also two granddaughters. Mm-hmm. But I've always been really close to the men in my life. Yes. But uh, also have three older sisters and was extremely close to one, but close to all three. But I can tell you, even though growing up and my whole life raising sons mm-hmm. and um, been married to Philip now for 46 years, so... Very close relationships with the men in my life. Yeah. I do have that special love for women. Totally. I, I really think you're right. Women should support women. Yeah. And uh, boy, when women come together, you can see behind me why I have this neon sign yes. in my office. And everyone it. will come in from the elevator and from the hall to take a picture. And it's usually always women, but there are sometimes uh, man, and for you listeners who haven't heard this before in the two years I've been here, there is no force more powerful than a woman determined to rise. Yeah. And I do believe that. I believe women are powerful. I so agree. And, and you know, I, I, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I have 
such close guy friends. I have a little brother who's my best friend. I, I, I think that that's fantastic too. But really, there's a special cosmic bond right. between women. And, you know, we go through so much in our lives and it's really other women who can prop us up, yeah. especially in those difficult moments, I think. So that's right. why it's so important. And I always tell my community, you know, make sure you have that safety net, that support group of, of girls, of women around you, because it's, it's, a, it's a specific experience. I agree. I agree. When you started creating full-time, did you set out to create a community or did you just want to put fun content out into the world? I really wanted to use humor to connect with Again, specifically women, but everybody. I, I, you know, it was such a tough time for the for the world, and we, you know, everybody was really hurting and scared. And so I thought, well, I want to make people laugh. I want to be a safe space in people's day where they can just take a break from whatever horror is going on right now and yeah. just, you know, have a breather, have a laugh, and. In doing so, you know, hopefully connect like-minded people who are smart and like to have fun and who are curious and kind. And so it was it was a two-pronged approach, yeah, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah. I love hearing that word fun when you speak because that's the one thing that's always been important to me my entire life. I got it from my mother. My mm -hmm. mother, we grew up really pretty very poor, but she always made everything fun. Yeah. She just, whatever we were going through, she found a way to make it fun. Yeah. And I I felt I can remember when I got married and had children and created a family of my own. That was the underlying most important reason for doing everything every day. Have fun. Yeah. When the boys would hop out of the car to go into school, have fun today. Yes. When they run out on that field or that court in athletics, have fun. Have yeah. fun. I just think that's so important when that underlying message with everything we do is about having fun. I totally agree. That's definitely how I live my life too. You know, I think I have I try to have fun every day. That's and I try to find the fun in every moment. And I don't take myself too seriously. And I really seek out other people who don't either because I I think that we create better when we're having fun, whether it's a product, whether it's a business plan, you can tell, you know, you can tell even in certain products that you're consuming, whether it's food or clothes, you can, you can tell like the, this company has fun making it. Yeah. You can tell in their marketing campaign and in the quality and the tags, everything you can just really, really, I believe that that sort of transfers and you just get a better result when you're having fun. Agree. Yeah. Agree, agree. You and your online friends, as I'll call it, have mm -hmm. inside jokes, advice sessions, and even your own vocabulary. Mm -hmm. Was this a strategy or just totally organic? Well, I always kind of made up my own words with my friend group and always was, again, back to the fun thing. I'm very silly. I'm very yeah. goofy. And so when I started to create this online community, I just thought, why not extend this to my online friends? You know, why does it have to be different? We're all, you know, in this together. I'm talking to these friends online every single day. I should share my funny words with them and we should have these inside jokes. And now I genuinely have so many inside jokes with my followers and we just have a laugh every single day. And it's just, it's great. They're very funny. And I think again, on the, on the point of connecting with humor, I think people with my type of humor tend to follow my, yeah. my Instagram or my TikTok. So it creates for a lot of hilarity all the time. I just love it. Before your social media stardom, did you have friends online? You know, I didn't really. I mean, I, I, I posted on social media for my friends and and, you know, I didn't have any followers, of course, but, it, you know, I didn't, I had never really 
harness the power of social media in the way that that I did in the pandemic. So it was a new experience, but a very happy one and, yeah. and met so many wonderful people and friends online. And, and really over the past couple of years, even fellow creators just meet, there's, there's a real community. So yeah. it's been cool. Bravo. I love it. I love it. Well, I talk a lot about how important it is to feel a sense of community in mm -hmm. your life. Yes. So I think social media can be a great space for finding this. Don't you agree? I totally agree. And, you know, I think I always think about the difference in the way that we live our lives. You know, I I think in some ways I'm sort of old fashioned in the sense of I I miss a time that I was never a part of, a time when you would have real community. So like you would go down the street and knock on your neighbor's door and get sugar or all your kids would be in school together and ride bikes and whatever. I, I was never a part of a time like that, partially because of where I grew up and partially I think just a generational thing. But I think now people are more looking online mm -hmm. for that type of community. And, and I understand why. Humans are pack animals. Like I really, really, really do believe that. And we have this, you know, massive urbanization. We live in these cities. Everyone lives in tiny apartments, but we don't know our next door neighbor. But at the end of the day, we are pack animals and we need each other. And so I think it makes sense that people are searching online for like their tribes. Like, okay, where are all my dog lovers? Where yep. are, you know, all my oatmeal lovers? Whatever yep. it is. And I think that's really beautiful. Like the internet has a dark side too, but I try so, so hard to focus on the fact that people are just trying to make this connection. And if I can foster a group of people and if I can, you know, make people feel happy and safe online, then that's great. I love it. Especially since we're all coming out of this pandemic. You created and started this during the pandemic, which was such a isolating, of course, it was time so for all of isolating. Us. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. you know, I just think when you move to a new area, you have children, you go through health issues, all of these types of things can be so isolating. Agree. And making a friend as an adult is also very difficult. It's it's very hard. Yeah, it's something we talk about a lot, me and my community, is like how to make friends as an adult. And it's hard. It's yeah, hard. It I, you know, I think I get it. And, and especially my heart breaks. I get a lot of notes from you know, women who live in towns that aren't too big, maybe they have young kids, they feel really isolated. It's so difficult. It I get it. Like I'm, you know, I don't have children. I live in a big city. I, you know, go to a lot of events so I can make pals easily, but it's so difficult for women. You know, it's so hard that say you have a couple young kids, you drop them off at school, you have a few hours to sort everything out, work, whatever. And then what you're supposed to make friends on top of that. It's, it's a really tall order. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that in that sense, online can be great because you can access communities wherever you are, no matter how little time you have. That's um, right. so yeah, but I, but I really, I, it, it's difficult and I want to acknowledge how difficult it can be to make friends as an adult. Yes. And I think, you know, when you are busy, when you have such a busy life as an adult, whether you're married or single and you have children, when you put those children to bed at night and yeah. you have maybe an hour, a couple of hours in the evening to get online, that is so valuable because yeah. you don't want to call in a babysitter, get dressed and go somewhere to right, try to meet friends. Right, right, You have this online social community. It's, so would you say that a community and then a friend group are pretty much the same ideas or different? I, I would say that they're different. I think both are so important. I think community is something that's wider, something it's more a group of people who share your morals, your values, and your interests. And your friend group are, you know, those are the people who've got your back. Like mm -hmm. if you need someone in a pinch, you know, something bad happens, God forbid, like they're there for you and they will, you know, they're your heart and your soul. So I, I 
my wish for everybody is that you have both and mm-hmm. they overlap, yeah. but I, I do think that they play different roles. Agree. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So when I started this podcast, it was pretty much under the same premise as what you're doing. It was just to share stories and secrets that we have all grown up mm-hmm. with and learn from our family and our friends and and just cover lots of different topics. And then maybe it would change someone's life in a big way, a small way, whatever. But at the same time, we have fun. So I started it and I got the staff together, the uh, wonderful friends that I have here and said, you know, let's let's think of some ways we can have fun while right. we're doing the podcast. So there are two things we do with every podcast. Okay. And one is a drink of the day. Ooh. Now you can't help but have fun when you have a drink of the day. Of course. So one of the ways that Tinks connects with her online besties is through music. You mm-hmm. keep updated playlists for everyone to share, right? Mm-hmm. So in honor of your super popular Disco Margs playlist on Spotify, we're having Disco Margs today. Thank you. This is the cutest cup I've ever seen. You launched Disco Marg merch today. Just today, right? I did. I did. I'm so proud of you and so excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. So we create our drinks in honor of our guest. So this drink is the perfect spicy margarita (gasps) served in a disco ball cup. This is so cute. Now, this drink has two ounces of tequila, Mm. one-fourth ounce of fresh lemon juice, Mm. one-half ounce of fresh lime juice, Mm. one-quarter of an orange squeeze, two wheels of jalapenos, which I love. Throw all of the ingredients into a shaker with ice and shake until frosty. Strain into your glass. Turn on Tinks' playlist and enjoy. Oh so cheers. Cheers. This is so cute. Thanks, you guys. This is an honor so creative. you and mm. your new merchandise that just launched today. So Secret oh Squad. We're going to talk more about that in a little bit, but... Well, this is so good. Is it good? It's so good. I love margaritas. Oh, my God. This is so fun. I, I, I love this. Talk about cheers. having fun. This is absolutely a riot. So fun. And so delicious. So do you ever feel trapped in your phone? Connecting to the world you've built online. Do you ever feel trapped in it? You know, there are moments where I feel really isolated. I, you know, it's, 
I feel so grateful for this online community, but sometimes I just wish I could be with them more in person because I am an in-person person. Uh I mean, but then I have moments like yesterday, for example, I did a meet meet and greet at the mall um, and it was just like three hours of me meeting my community. And I can't tell you how much I love that because it's just, you know, sometimes I, I wish that I could just hang out with them more. You know, I, I, I love them and I feel their love back. I love them and I know that they know that. But it's just, it, hey, there's nothing like just chatting with someone in person. Yeah. I take that over a Zoom or whatever any day. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think I do. I think all content creators sometimes feel a little lonely, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, it's just me in my house making yeah. content, you know. Yeah. But, um, but it, you know, I get to meet people more and more now. So those touch points just mean the world to me. Yeah. You know, lots of times people will say, is it hard being known when you go out in public? Does it get irritating? No. No, I know. Because every time someone approaches us, every time they're, they say the nicest things. How could that be irritating? How can that get old? No. I know. The answer is no. I love it. I, I feel so lucky. I'm always happy when people come up to me. I just absolutely adore meeting my community. So um, I live for those moments. Yeah. yeah. So it, it takes absolutely no effort to stay present. Yeah. Even though your job is literally built online, exactly. you can easily say accessible. Yeah. So has it ever been difficult for your in-person friends to support the community you've built? You know, I think it was definitely an adjustment coming out of the pandemic. I had all these new followers on Instagram and social media, and my life was very different. But my friends are, for the most part, just the most incredible group of supportive people that I've known for 10, 20 years. So it's just, it goes to show you it's really important to keep your friends, you know. Yeah. Just your your core friends. Like, you know, you move to L.A., you start getting followers. Of course, a lot of people want to be your friend all of a sudden. But for me, it was about doubling down on my existing friendships because those people have my back and they know me for so long. They know me through my ups and downs. They don't care, like, who yeah. I am now or, or whatever. So um, they were all really supportive. Yeah. The real I think ones. it just proves <laughs> that you're continuing to be genuine, mm-hmm. continuing to be mm-hmm. the same tinks. Yeah. Your online friends love coming to you for advice, and you're yes. so good at giving it. Can you talk about your Instagram submissions and SiriusXM show? I love to give advice. I think it's two sides of the same coin because I also love to get advice. I yeah. always have. I've always, it comes back to what I was saying about how, you know, the sharing of information. And I think it I just goes back to being on the, on my, on my bus on the way to school, my all girls school. And I would just ask the older girls, you know, well, how, like, what do you, how do you do that? Whether, or I was asking about a boy or I was asking about a class or a makeup thing. And I just valued their opinion so much. And I think, then as I got older, I wanted to do the same for girls younger than me. I just, I love to give advice. I love it. I yeah. love that too. And of course, I'm married to Dr. Phil, so no yeah. one asks me for advice. <laughs> but I love they giving do, it. They do, but you, you give good advice. No, I've heard you guys on, I just listened to you guys on uh, the Skinny Confidential podcast. Oh, and you, yes, uh, you, you so I just love the way that you guys work together and Thank the different, you. I mean, it's really wonderful to just see you guys in action together. Actually, so. people will ask me, they'll they'll come up and they'll say, what do you think Dr. Phil would say? I, say, I can tell you exactly what you, he would say. You, I'm, I was going to say, you you know what he yeah, would say. I mean, we've so been together 50 years. Yeah, you, I, like, you know his brain. Yeah. yeah. I've taught him everything. Exactly. So who do you go to for advice? I ask for, I have a couple of friends who I really trust for advice. I also read a lot. Mm -hmm. I would say so much of my my advice that I, that I get comes from reading, especially 
female autobiographies because I'm, again, I'm just obsessed with, you know, how women who are happy have led their lives. What choices have they made? How did they think about building a family? How did they think about their careers? How did they think about all that stuff? And I just really absorb well from reading. So I think that's a, that's a lot of where I get, you know, what I need. I love that. Mm -hmm. I I agree. I love reading about successful women Mm -hmm. and um, just, or women who have been through a really tough way of life or, you know, been down a really tough road. I love reading how they've come out of it. Just learned a lot on this podcast. I'm sure. Amazing women uh, and men uh, on this podcast. So yeah, I love reading and listening to stories about success and such. Is it a lot of pressure when people start to take your advice as concrete fact? You know, I mean, knock on wood, so far it's going well. You know, and yesterday, for example, at the meet and greet, when I hear these stories of girls saying, I felt brave enough to leave my boyfriend who I wasn't that into because of you, or you gave me the courage to move to a new city, I just, it propels me. And listen, I don't have all the answers. And I'm sure I'm not always right. But it's more just helping people think in a new way uh-huh. or just pushing them a little bit further. Like, okay, just think about it in the, in uh-huh. a new way. So mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to take my advice as Bible. I want them to use it as a tool and Food as a, a mind expander. Exactly. Take it or leave it. Exactly. I really want people to, well, especially the, all the women out there, like, I want them to have agency over their own lives. And that means not taking anything that anyone says for fact. It means condensing all the information and saying, okay, empowered with this knowledge, what, what am I going to do? Because I am the, I, it's my life and I'm the boss of my life. That's my wish that. for all of them. Oh, I love that. I love that. That is beautiful. So do you have any advice for parents who worry about their children online? You know, I, it's, it's scary. I often think, wow, you know, again, I don't have kids yet. And I, I think it is a whole new world out there. I think just having the conversations and being non-judgmental is the best way to go about it. Because the second you say, you can't do this, you can't go on this, you know, you can't have this site or this app or whatever, your kids shut down and they start to see you as the police or the Mm -hmm. enemy or whatever. Or they're going to find a way also. Or they're going to find a way. They're, They're kids. But it's like, I really believe in no judgment. Like, hey, let's have an honest conversation. What sites do you want to go on? What do you want to post? Why do you want to post it? Um, again, I'm not a parent, so want to tread very carefully there. But I think for me, that's how my parents were always were. They were like, okay, you want to drink alcohol? Let's talk about it. Yeah. You, you tell us. Because then there was never, I never kept a secret from my parents in my life. I love that. And I think that that really led to me exploring things in a safe way, which is yeah. the goal. Yeah. I think it's just also important that parents always monitor what their children are doing yes. online. Yeah. Don't let them just go off in the back room, no. in their bedroom or in another room and shut the door and let them be back there for the rest of the evening yeah. and not have any idea what they're doing. Just you must always monitor Agree. what they're doing. Agree. And we can't go this whole podcast without talking about your totally fun content. So I love your rich mom videos. Thank you. They're really fun. That's just, I mean, talk about something that's fun. That is just pure silliness, fun, yeah. half aspirational, half satire. Yeah. It's just a yeah. little, it's a little giggle. And I, I love doing those They're videos. They're just hilarious. So Thank can you. you talk about the rich mom energy? Uh, rich mom energy is something that 
anybody can have. You don't yeah. have to be mom. You don't have to be rich. It's yeah. a, it's a, an attitude of getting stuff done with a smile on your face, yeah. doing it all, looking great, feeling great, doing things for yourself, but also for others. It's just an That's energy. Hilarious. And through your page, you've gotten to do such fun brand collaborations. Yes. Love the Tinks Sunday at Craig's. Yeah. He was actually on this podcast. Oh my God, no way. He's I a cutie. We love Craig. Him. No, he's I adore so him. Sweet. And he brought his wife, Lisa. She's precious. Yeah. I mean, they're just, I loved them both. They're great. Talk about a guy who has fun and it really shows up in everything that he does. His restaurant is so fun. His yes. ice cream is so fun. Oh, it's delicious. And his team is so happy. So I think that's a really a big testament to him. But yeah, I, I love the restaurant Craig's. Yes. And when I moved to LA, I remember going to there and I like didn't have a job at that point. I was feeling a little lost. And I remember thinking like, wow, like if will I ever make it to like be here at Craig's or yeah. I just remember looking around thinking, oh God, LA is so cool and fancy, whatever. And as I started to go there more and get to know Craig, I was like, I want a dessert that you can share with your friends that's really fun and silly. You don't have a big dessert. And he was like, okay, well, what would that look like? And I was like, well, my favorite dessert is an ice cream sundae and I love martinis. So what if it was a giant ice cream sundae in a martini glass? And he was like, Okay, let's do it. I love it. And so it's it's a pretty successful dessert because it's so fun and it's for sharing. I wanted something that you could like dig into with your girlfriends or, you know, celebrate a birthday with. So again, all about fun. I wanted sprinkles. He was like, what ingredients do you want? And I was like, every ingredient, every ice cream, chocolate, brownies, cookie dough, cherries, whipped cream, the, the works. The more, the, the more, the better. Yum. So oh, good. I just love it. I just love it. I love him. I love the restaurant. It's the best. He's great. Yes. So how far ahead are you preparing content each day? You know what? I do it. I do it on the, on the daily. I just do it every morning. Yeah. I like to keep it fresh. I honestly think that my, my community likes to see things as, as it comes and I'm not in a way I'm a planner, but I'm more off the cuff Uh person. So I just, I like to just do it as I go. Brilliant. Yeah. (laughs) Brilliant. Do you have a favorite between content creation and community building? Both. I love both. I think that they instruct one another, uh-huh. which is which is the best. So I think that, you know, community is created through content and vice versa. Well, can you tell us about anything exciting coming up? Oh, my gosh. What do I have coming up? I'm working on a bunch more exciting food collaborations Ooh. and new products coming out. I'm just, I'm really feel like I'm just getting started. So I'm very, very, very excited. So I touched on what launched today. Yes. So get into that and tell the secret squad out there everything that launched just today. I feel so special that you're here on the day you launched. So Thank tell us you. all about it. So Disco Margaritas is one of my playlists. Again, uh, really, it's all about fun. Disco Margaritas is a playlist you play when you're dancing in your own living room or you're in your car with your friends, you're getting ready for a date or you're at a party. And it just sort of got this cult following as a playlist and I update it every week. And so we decided to make merch to celebrate it. It's all about disco and fun. So the all the merch line launched today. So oh my discomarks.com. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank, you, thank you. So we've come to the place in the podcast that we do our second consistent fun thing, mm-hmm. and that's the game of the day. Ooh, okay, I'm ready. So I ask everyone if they like to play games. I know you've got to I like love to play. to play games, yes. Okay, so we create our games for our guests. 
the name of this game is Ask Me Anything. Love it. As we touched on, one way that Tinks builds strong connections with her online friends is through her Ask Me Anything segments on her Instagram. So we're going to play a little Ask Me Anything ourselves. I'll say a prompt and we both have to answer truthfully. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to answer, you'll have to take a sip of your disco margarita. I love it. Okay, so I hope I don't want to answer any of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I I have to tell you, I don't know this game because my staff does the game. When I'm involved, I don't see it ahead of time. So the first one is, and before I even read it, do you want to go first or do you want me to? You go first. I'll go first. Okay. Number one, who's the most famous person to slide into your Instagram messages? Oh, my God. Oh, most recently, Olivia Munn. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, I love her. Um, Gosh. Uh, I've had some good ones. I've had Chrissy Teigen. I've had Jessica Alba. I've had some some good ones. Great. Okay, so we both answered it, but let's just take a sip. Let's just take a sip anyway. (laughs) Why not? So good. Okay. Number two, name someone you've blocked on social media. Well, I certainly have blocked some people, but I don't know their names because it's no one famous. I block, I'm a big fan of the block button. Me too. I say block and block and forgive because I just don't have any time for negativity. That's exactly what I say. Like, okay. It's not dramatic. I just don't, I don't welcome that energy into my life. That's exactly what I say. uh, Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I, it's not that I am too sensitive. No, no I'm just not. like, hey, this this is all about fun and positivity. And also, when someone says something, I, I'll take it for a while, and then I'm like, okay, you're only on here to be negative, to be mean. And yeah. So many of my followers will just start blasting them. Yeah. So then it's just like, okay, I do them a favor. I just block literally, them. yeah. But agree. yeah, it's not time to be negative. Okay, number three. When is the last time you raised your voice? Oh, my gosh. Do you want to go first? You want me to? You go first. Okay, the last time I raised my voice was sadly at my two big, big dogs because Mm. they were just going crazy barking. Yeah. And I had to raise my voice to get over their really loud barks because I was so afraid they were going to wake the neighbors. It was pretty late at night. So I did raise my voice like two days ago at them. I feel like I, I always raise my voice, but in a happy way. Like I'm yeah. always screaming for joy. I'm very like childlike in a way where I still feel like childlike wonderment. So I probably screamed like, I don't know, this morning with squealing at my, my pet cat or like happy or, at or your whatever. Lunch. Yeah, at, at my lunch. lunch. Really, really. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always raising my voice, but usually to sing in the car. I love it. Yeah, I, I love it. sang in the car on the way yeah. over here. <laughs> my dogs were just so loud, I had to raise my voice. Aww. Like, no, 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 mm-hmm. shh, don't do that, don't do that. Okay, so what was the last text you sent? Mm. I sent my best friend a text saying, what do you want me to order for dinner? I sent my son and daughter-in-law a text this morning to see if they needed any help getting ready for their flight they're taking today to Paris because they're going to Fashion Week. Oh, fun. Yeah. Oh, God, how fun is that? And so we went back and forth a little bit this morning before I came here to the mm. office. So what was your last Google search? Mm. Uh, I don't even have my phone or my laptop with me, but I'm trying to I think. do know what my last one was. What was it? Michael Kors fashion site. They're, they're 
yeah. online site. Mm-hmm. I did it this morning because I, I was looking around and I saw where he has this beautiful bright yellow suit and I wanted to order it. It's, so I it's stunning. Googled his site. I love Michael Kors. I was I just in Kors. New York Fashion Week at his show and it was so beautiful. Oh. So stunning. So that's, Gorgeous. That I restaurant. love Michael Kors. What did I Google? I think I Googled um I I think it was something about a date. I can't remember when it was. Uh, like what day Halloween fell on. Because oh, yeah. I was planning, yeah. Yeah. you know, how many outfits am I going to need yes, this Halloween? So I was, I, was, I was planning. It's on a Monday for anyone. Is it on a Monday? Yeah, I was wondering is. too because yeah. my, we have four grandchildren that they're like, we have two sons. Okay. So our two grandchildren with our oldest son mm-hmm. are 12 and a half and 11. Oh. And we always dress up for them. Oh, my God. How fun is that? I dress up Philip and myself for them. But they moved to Texas last year. So I still will go and be with them. Mm -hmm. So thank you for saying it's on a Monday. I hope we're not taping. But then our other two grandchildren are 19 months and seven months. Okay, little. Super little. Oh, my God. Halloween is so fun for kids. I love Halloween. I'm so excited because this is my first year I bought a house this year. So... I'm going to have trick-or-treaters for the first time, which makes me so excited. Oh, how cute. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. When I was raising my two boys, I decorated the front porch on every holiday. Mm-hmm. Every holiday. I'm the same way. Especially Halloween. Yeah, I don't even have kids, and I literally have... You You would be shocked at my Halloween decorations already. They're already up. I don't care. I love, I love it. it. I love I it. Love. Oh, how cute. And when I would have the kids come to the house, I would put a big bowl out, and I would let them just take their fist. That's generous. That's really good. That's a good house, you know, because yeah. you remember those those yes. houses where you go to as a kid where they yeah. just say, oh, take a couple. You'd be like, yeah. yes. And those little tiny hands. Yeah. Which is so Try to get so much. They were so cute. Okay, so this is the last one. Okay. Who is your celebrity crush? And, oh, she's put in parentheses here. Dr. Phil doesn't count. Who is Okay, my well, yeah, I have a crush. celebrity crush. Who, who's, yours? Up. who's yours? I'm going to say my celebrity crush. Um, I'll say Chris Evans. Oh, yeah. He's handsome. He's so handsome. Yeah. He's handsome. Who is mine? I know who it used to be a long time for like years and years and years. It was Kurt Russell. Oh, he's handsome. He's so yeah. handsome. He's so handsome. So That's a good one. Me, yeah. But it's, yeah. It was Kurt Russell. I'm just going to stick with Kurt Russell. Stick with Kurt. I love him. Yeah. So cute. He's so cute. So sadly, that brings us to the end of the episode. That's sad. Fun game. But now before we wrap up, I need to ask you one final question. Mm -hmm. This podcast is all about sharing life-changing secrets. Mm -hmm. So do you have one major secret that Mm. you've learned throughout your life or just recently, it doesn't matter when or from whom, that you can share with our listeners? Really, the one that I always go back to is comparison is the thief of joy. This Mm -hmm. is a mantra that I really, really live by. You, any comparing that you do to other people, people you see online, um, even if you compare to where you thought you should be or, you you know, yourself in the past, people say, oh, I used to be thinner. I used to be this or that. Or you think you say, oh, I I thought I'd be married by now. I thought I'd do this or that by now. Any comparison just robs you of your joy and it's not productive. And it's just reminds me to stay in the present and reminds me to be grateful. That's what it brings me back to. So I know online it can be easy to look and say, wow, that person has it so easier. Wow, their life is perfect. I wish I had that, you know, whatever. That is just comparison's thief of joy. Go back, stop, control, alt, delete, Go and be grateful for your present moment and and honor your present moment and it will will really nourish your soul. Wow, 
That's wonderful. Now, will you please tell the listeners where to find you and all of your projects? Yes, I am at Tinks on Instagram and TikTok, T-I-N-X. You can listen to my podcast, It's Me Tinks on SiriusXM or wherever you get your podcasts. I also have a live radio show on Sirius uh, Stars Channel 109 every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Pacific, or you can listen to that as a podcast too. Uh, and then my merch line, Rich Mom Gear and Disco Margaritas, Yay. now live. Yay. Thank you for having me. This was too fun. Oh, it was so fun. And thank so you nice. for coming. This thank has you, just been you. so much fun. I loved every bit of it. So for all of you listeners out there, Thank you so much for being here. Secret Squad, as always, head on over to I've Got a Secret with Robin McCraw for juicy extras. Get that recipe I talked about earlier in the podcast. It is delicious. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.